Welcome to Breaking the Barrier, a Western lifestyle podcast highlighting those breaking barriers both in and out of the arena. Today, we're sitting down with Connor Halverson, Nebraska's own PBR bull rider. Connor, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So to kick things off, tell us about how you got started in rodeo and then what made you want to continue bull riding at this level? Uh, I just got started at a young age, uh, riding sheep and stuff like that. And I really enjoyed it. And then as, as time went on, I started getting on calves and steers. And uh, I just never really thought about stopping. And I just uh, kept w- going with it and uh, eventually worked my way up to where I am now. Awesome. So in May of 2021, you won the Pendleton Whiskey Velocity Tour in Sioux City, which helped you qualify for the 2021 World Finals. What was that experience like for you? And how was 2021 in general? It was a big year. Yeah, yeah, 20. Yeah, it was it was a good year for me. Um, You know, I didn't have a a whole lot of points prior to winning uh, Sioux City, Iowa, and uh, I, I won that event and uh gave me enough points to kind of help me uh qualify for the PBR finals but then I also got uh an invitation uh to ride at the Unleash the Beast event in Las Vegas um two weeks two weeks after I won that event I believe and I was able to get a bull road there got some points and then it just carried on I, I was able to go then I got to go to the last cowboy standing in Cheyenne, Wyoming. And as I, I was able to ride a bull there and uh, place fairly high in the round. And that gave me quite a bit of points as well. And then um, I got to go to a couple Unleash the Beast. And then uh, I went to a Velocity in Massachusetts and I was able to pick up the win there. And then from then on, after I won uh, the velocity tour in massachusetts i had quite a quite enough points to uh go to unleash the beast for quite a few events and i was just able to pick up points every weekend um at that level and that that uh that helped me a lot to qualify for uh pbr finals awesome so i've heard some people describe pbr events as you know a rock concert with bull riding um could you explain for people who aren't quite as familiar what the difference is between like a PBR event and a traditional rodeo? So uh, the PBR events, um, mainly the Unleash the Beast, they are the top 35 bulls and the top 35 riders. And, uh, you know, they got their music blaring, lights and, you know, the whole nine yards. And uh, it's just it's just constant bull riding and great rides the whole whole time and um it's different from your uh, traditional rodeo where you know you you got all the events um you know there's not going to be the the fireworks and you know all that other stuff going on and so it's just it's just puts bull riding kind of in its own little show and uh you know the pbr does a really good job at that you kind of talked about this a little bit earlier with the Velocity Tour and the Unleash the Beast. Describe the differences between those two setups. So the the Velocity, you know, it, it's just, uh, you know, you, you kind of get started, you know, you go, you go to those events and 
even when you're on the Unleash the Beast Tour, those velocity uh, events can really help a guy out by getting points and stuff. But the cal- caliber of bulls um, aren't as, per se, rank as Unleash the Beast. You'll get on maybe some lower-level bulls, and uh, which really helped me out when I first started going to them when I was 18. When I first turned 18, I started going to them right away. And it, it was a bit of a struggle to even get used to the bull power on the uh, velocity tour. And uh, that, that kind of matured me um, getting on those, those caliber bulls in the velocity tour right away. Then going to the Unleash the Beast, I was kind of not, not fully matured, but I was used to, you know, getting on um, ranker bulls than you would at the amateur level. And, I'm not sure of all the specifics, but you can earn more points, quite a few more points, actually, at the Unleash the Beast events versus the Velocity Tour. Is that correct? Yep, yep. There is a ton of points on Unleash the Beast. And uh, compared to the Touring Pro and Velocities, um, so last year it was it it was pretty hard for me to uh, – it's pretty hard for anybody, really – to go from the velocity tour to unleash the beast unless you're winning an event or consistently placing in the top three because there is in the, in the lower levels there's not a whole lot of points and then if you get on to the unleash the beast and you do good and uh you start picking up a lot of points you can you can uh you can pick up uh, enough points that unleash the beast in one round then to equal out what it would be to win uh, a velocity tour and just in one round. So once you get there to the Unleash the Beast and you can ride and you can con- consistently make points there, it's it's pretty uh, pretty easy to stay up there with, with them guys rather than trying to catch up with the velocity tour. Gotcha. So talk about your transition from high school rodeo and amateur rodeo to competing at this level because obviously the bulls are much ranker but what was the biggest learning curve for you uh the biggest learning curve was uh you you know the consistency is key um you got you got to be consistent because when you go to these events and you're not consistent you're not picking up points especially on the velocity tour where there's not a lot of points to begin with and if you're not consistent you're not going to be picking up very many points throughout the course of the year so the cue was kind of just being consistent and uh, trying to pick up points every weekend. And uh, that, that was the biggest thing for me is just trying to be consistent so I could uh, pick up points continuously throughout week, each weekend. So a lot of PBR events are in big cities um, and the PBR kind of has a different target demographic and audience than traditional rodeo. What has the experience of traveling to all these cities been like? I know you've been to Madison Square Garden, um, you know, on both coasts. What is the difference in, you know, what are some highlights, I guess? Yeah, I'd say uh, going to Madison Square Garden this year um, at the beginning of the year was, uh, it was pretty cool just knowing that uh, you're in a place like that where there's been, you know, famous boxing matches and stuff (laughs) like that and, uh, in that arena and a lot of these arenas we go to there's you know people that you've that are famous that you've like listened to their music or you know watched them box or whatever they've they've competed in that same arena or sang or whatever 
And uh, it's just kind of cool to be able to go there and ride in an arena like that where all those people have been before. And uh, it's just it's it's pretty cool to be being a place like that. So, you know, in the rodeo world, there's a lot. Most of rodeo fans, you know, have background in the Western industry and kind of have some context for those events. Um, but a lot of the people that are coming to these TBR bull ridings might not necessarily be from an ag background or understand kind of where this all originated. Have you had any interactions with fans or any takeaways from the people in the crowd? Yeah, I mean, usually when we go to big cities like New York and stuff like that, they they see a cowboy hat once a year and it's when the PBR comes to town, you know, but they, everybody loves it there. They, they, they really get into it and uh, they, they love it. And that's, it's most, most that way for every, every big city we go to, it's mostly the fans really don't have a clue what's going on, but they just love, love to see it. Definitely. So most sane people um, don't really understand why someone would, strap themselves to a 2000 pound animal, um, willingly, uh, what keeps you wanting to work at this and come back every time? Um, you know, it's just something that I've always, uh, wanted to do, you know, sitting when I was little on the couch, watching the PBR, I always knew I wanted to be there someday. And, uh, now that I'm able to, uh, be there and do what I wished when I was a little kid, it just, uh, it drives me a little more because I know I can, uh, I know I have the capabilities to be there, um, week in and week out and make a career out of it. And so that, that's kind of what drives me the most. Um, just knowing that right now I'm, I'm not at my full potential and I know I have a lot more to give. And, uh, so I keep working on that every day. Um, I'm working towards it and, that that's my goal at the end of the end of the year you know at the end of my career is to have a gold buckle and I think that that kind of is what drives most of the guys I say most probably everybody you know that rides bulls they they want that gold buckle so you're from the Gordon Rushville area um what does it mean to represent your community as sort of a local celebrity you know yeah, you know, it it's I everybody everybody cheers me on, you know. I, I get so many texts and messages and stuff when I do good or even when I don't do good, you know, people they're they're so supportive around here and they 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 love just just to be able to, you know, watch watch me and, you know, uh go city to city and uh be able to ride bulls on uh, on a stage like the unleashed beast and stuff it it's uh it's really humbling that you know that you have um a small town like this that mostly everybody is behind you cheering you on and and wanting you to do good it's pretty hard to beat small town support so as we look to the rest of the year what are some goals you have for 2022 um my main goal probably is to uh make the world finals again and uh you know just be consistently um in the top you know 10 or 15 by the end of the year is would be awesome and just you know just staying healthy and um you know 
being being one of the top riders at the end of the year. Definitely. So there's a lot of mechanics and technique to riding bulls, so much more than just staying on for eight seconds. What would you say has been um, an area of your technique that you've really tried to hone in on and work on since you started riding in the PBR? Well, that there's probably not really one area, you know, um, you got, you got to work on everything, you know, you got to work on everything just the same as you would when you're starting now. If, if all, if all your technique is in aligning together, then um, it might not work out very well. So you, you just kind of, I, I try to work on everything, you know, as far as, you know, setting your hips, your free arm, your legs, everything. So uh, just try to work on everything. So that way uh, everything aligns together like it should when I go and uh, compete on the weekends. For sure. In other rodeo events, if you want to compete at the professional level, you really only have one opportunity um, with the PRCA. Why did you decide to pursue your professional career in the PBR and not the PRCA? Um, it was just mainly a, just a goal, really. I, I've always wanted to be in the PBR. Um, you watch the PBR every weekend. You know, when I was growing up, they didn't have, you know, the Cowboy Channel. They didn't have all these uh, PRCA rodeos on TV like they do now. And so I, I was always watching the PBR, and I, I always wanted to be there since I was little. And so when I turned 18, I knew I was, I'm going to go to the PBR and, and try to um, reach my goals. And, you know, the bulls that they bring to the PBR are, they're so good. They're, they're, they're bulls that you want to get on every single time. And, uh, you know, and it's just, I, I love the atmosphere of going there and being able to ride and watch a bunch of good bull rides and just being around bull riding for two hours every weekend um, you know, it's that, that's something I like. And, you know, I, I, I never really, you know, thought about, you know, going to the PRCA any, so, uh, I, I knew PBR was the way that I wanted to go. Gotcha. So you are undoubtedly, um, an athlete. Um, and I think there's a lot more focus especially recently on, you know, keeping yourself in shape and, and doing things like that. Uh, what is your routine when you're on the road to make sure you stay healthy? That That's a really big thing. Um, you know, all bull riders, you know, they, we need to keep our uh, bodies in shape and healthy. And um, what I've learned, especially going to PBRs is um, a lot of these bulls that if you don't keep your, uh, keep your body healthy and, and uh, your your muscles healthy and everything that they'll tear the crap out of you and you you won't last very long, so uh, you'll you'll be banged up pretty easy. So I I try to keep my keep my body healthy, eat right, work out, and uh, just just try to keep everything as healthy as I can, so uh, I can have a a full season and. Uh, not be out because of injuries because my body's not healthy and stuff like that it's just it'll, and it'll help you in, in the longevity of your career as well definitely so I'd be curious to know who some of your mentors are and how they've impacted you as a competitor yeah I I've had I've been fortunate enough to have uh, really good mentors um you know uh 
I'd say about my first one, I was competing here in Gordon uh, at the steer riding during the rodeo performance. And um, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. And, you know, some guy, some guy uh, by the name of Casey Sterling came up and helped me out. And, uh, you know, I sent him a letter afterwards telling him thank you and whatnot. And then, you know, three or four years later, um, I met up with them again and started going to their bull rides and stuff. And he kind of took me under his wing and started helping me out and stuff. And then, and then, uh, when I got a little bit older, you know, going to junior high and stuff like that, um, Mark Ward, he's helped me out a lot too. Uh, so both of those guys have helped, helped me out my career uh, inside and out of the arena, just help, help me along, you know, figuring out stuff I need to work on telling me how um how I should go about you know entering traveling just whatever they're they've always been really helpful to me and um you know I can't give those guys enough credit because without them uh, you know who knows where I'd be something I, I really like asking is what's a piece of advice that you've received that you'd like to pass on to other people uh you know Probably the biggest piece of advice that uh, I've got and I've kind of taken and ran with is um, you're only you're only as good as the people you hang around. You're only, you're only as good as the people you travel with and associate yourself with. And, uh, you know, I see that all the time. You know, there's 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 tons of people that that, you know, might not be associated, you know, maybe with the right person or group or whatever that could have a lot of potential. And, you know, it, it, it kind of, it shows, and I've seen a lot of people associate themselves with the right people, travel with the right people, and it really shows as well. So that's, that's kind of uh, the piece of advice that I kind of took and ran with. And, uh, and I can tell firsthand that uh, you find the right people to uh, mentor, to travel with, to talk to um to help you out with anything it, it's really beneficial in and out of the arena and just in life in general awesome so as we kind of wrap up today obviously as you win and get better and better that confidence grows but how do you manage your mental game or what's your approach as you get ready to compete yeah so me mental mental game is is a pretty big deal it, it can uh, it can really make or break a guy. Um, and I, I just, I try not to think about it a whole lot. You know, I just try to, uh, keep a healthy mindset and, uh, you know, every, everything I do, I try to, uh, I aim it for my goals. So if I go work out, I ride my drop barrel, I keep, it's, it's for my goals and it's for, uh, everything I do. And, you know, uh, re reading books, um, you know, about, about how your body works and just reading like, um, motivational books or, uh, listening to motivational podcast or, you know, any, anything of that sort. Like if you listen to any of David Goggins, um, podcast that that'll, that'll fire you up, but, uh, it's just, you know, uh, putting, positive stuff and uh listening to the right stuff in your head um is is what i think uh really helps my mental game out and uh 
you know, and, and a lot of times uh, it's pretty tough to uh, keep positive and keep a healthy mindset, especially, you know, if you're bucking off or, you know, you're going through something. And um, I always tell myself, if I don't do good, if I buck off, um, that's why they always make another rodeo so you can go <laughs> redeem yourself. You know, it's your, your career's not over. If you buck off three or four times, there's, there's always another rodeo to go to or bull riding or whatever. And, um, especially, uh, people my age or younger stuff, uh, your career's just getting started. So, uh, that's, there's really no need to be hard on yourself about anything. Um, I, you know, when I buck off, I, I'm probably mad at myself for five minutes and then I get over it because I know I got another chance uh, somewhere else or another next day or, you know, something like that. So, uh, you know, you kind of got to forget about it and start focusing on uh, the next thing you need to do. <laughs> As a Nebraskan, we can't not talk about your involvement in the Nebraska High School Rodeo Association. How was competing in high school rodeo and having that high school rodeo community a stepping stone for you as you you know looked ahead to where you are now um so that like the high school rodeo association and everything along those lines it 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 did uh, help me you know being able to uh, compete every weekend in the fall and spring um and just having that competitive uh the competitive force between you and your buddies and uh, week in and week out that that's, that's helped me. Um, and just being able to get on that many bulls um, throughout the whole year, being able to, you know, practice and uh, work on, work on your skills and, and just being able to go up and down the road um in the fall and spring for as many rodeos as we had, it, it was good. Um, because I know a lot of other States, they, they don't have the opportunity that the way their, uh, high school, um, rodeo is set up, they, they get a uh, few opp opportunities to make state or make nationals. And, uh, the, the amount of rodeos we had was awesome. And I loved it because I was able to go every weekend and, uh, and it, it helped me, it helped me out a lot, just being able to uh, consistently go and go and go and uh, get on bulls. And, um, you know, by my uh, junior and junior and senior year, you know, the bulls at the high school level were kind of more or less practice. Um, so that, that helped me out too, because I would, I would able to be on the road and then, drive back to a high school rodeo and compete and if i wasn't doing good i could have a high school rodeo i could go to and uh kind of um get a little practice in connor thanks so much for making time for this this was awesome yeah no problem that was great perspective from gordon nebraska native and current pbr bull rider connor halverson thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of breaking the barrier as a reminder new episodes are available every tuesday and can be found wherever you listen to podcasts Breaking the Barrier is produced by the Rural Radio Network.